0: Things are heating up in the Day-Belvalo matter. In fact, Lori's got Chad on her mind and wants to have a meeting. Also, in no surprise to anyone, Lori's attorneys are claiming that Lori has an alibi. So surely, Alex is the killing killer from Killersville. And yet again, John Pryor is clutching his pearls. We'll tell you all about it. (laughs) everybody and welcome to the true crime squad (laughs) i told you my intro was pretty funny
1: uh it was great um that was hilarious i was very (laughs) impressed yes yes yes.
0: well okay then i hope that you guys all are having an excellent day and have you that you've had a good week it's wednesday Mm -hmm. i think they call Mm -hmm. that hump day
1: that is what i've heard yes
0: yeah That's, that's how they say it I don't know who they is, but somebody does. That camel
1: on that commercial from a few years ago. That's true.
0: Yes. Well, he's not wrong, right? Right. Anyway, so welcome to Wednesday. We'll be back tonight with our live stream event at 7 p.m. Mountain. Uh, But before that, we have a great episode for you. Uh, Lots of stuff going on in Daybell Vallow, as you see, and lots Mm -hmm. of other things happening. So we're excited to talk about it. So, Christy. I know that you are going to lead us out with a little bit of WTF.
1: Oh, Emma. You know, sometimes fate just smiles upon us true crimers in a way that is much appreciated because a lot of what we do is very sad and disturbing. And every once in a while, a criminal brings us this. If you're wondering if that is a guy wearing women's underwear on his face, you are correct.
0: That was my wonderment. Yes.
1: Uh, Yeah. So this stable genius is Spencer Googler. So Spencer has been doing some porch piratry, which we know is stealing people's packages that have been delivered on their front step. Now, for reasons that we can only assume are because he's an idiot, he decided that the best way to uh, disguise his identity was to wear a pair of women's underpants over his face. Now, let's just look at this picture again, if you're watching. And if you're not, you should probably come watch because this part of this story is hilarious. But you may note that uh, the coverage is not that good. So these are not granny panties by any means. No. Well, Spencer has been recognized by the police in his area as being a guy who seems to have committed oh, I don't know, a bunch of burglaries wearing the same pair of underwear on his dumb face. <laughs> So they have now caught him. Yeah. Like, dude, I mean, at least, yeah. I mean. Why, though? Is, right? <laughs> Why? Of all the things that you could wear. And if you don't know, I don't have the back of the picture of the back on here, but they are a thong. Like, yeah. get the granny panties, you dumbass. <laughs> but, but, anyway.
0: Wait, did he steal these?
1: You know, I don't know where the underwear came from. That is not in the uh, report. Mm-hmm. But we do know now that he is charged with five counts of burglary, and the police have identified him, found him, and arrested him. But they have connected him to multiple crimes simply by his very innovative yet ineffective face mask. Mm-hmm. So, Spencer. Well, you know. Yeah. Sucks so- to suck, Spencer. It really does. I mean, and thong underwear.
0: Like you can see
1: part of his face.
0: What? And honestly, Spencer, and this really goes in all directions of time for you Mm -hmm. change your underwear. (laughs)
1: Yep. (laughs) There you go. So we've got one porch pirate off the street. (laughs) Well, porches
0: will be a little safer everywhere and panty drawers as well.
1: Uh, Both, yes. All right. And with that, Katie, I'm going to kick it back to you for the main case.
0: well 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 <laughs> right uh Lori's camp has filed a motion with the court mm-hmm. to get permission from the judge for Lori and chad to talk yeah. they would like to talk on the phone and see each other in person in order to talk strategery so because uh but also Talking strategy and also potentially talking deals. Yep. it's deal time.
1: It is deal time. It's
0: deal time. Uh, deals have got to be done now, or if they're going to get done, it's deal time. Yeah. And so now, apparently, they were granted a phone conversation in this over the summer yeah, that the sheriff granted them. Uh, it was not recorded. It was not. Uh, you know, made privy to, and the prosecutor also had approved that. Uh, yeah, so interesting, interesting stuff going to down. be a fly
1: on the wall for that.
0: I mean, mm. now the attorneys are saying that both attorneys will be present, but that the conversation would not be recorded, mm-hmm. and the whole purpose of the conversation would be to. Uh, <coughs> pardon me would be to uh, talk strategy. Yes. So I I don't know. I'm kind of torn on that. I didn't think they could do that. I thought all their conversation really had to be with the prosecutor, but apparently no.
1: I think not if it, if it is related to their defense. Uh-huh.
0: Which actually can. makes sense where they're being tried together.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yes, so that's really freaking interesting.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Because um, could this be a deal? Could there be a deal coming?
1: Right. I'm so confused, though, because Pryor says that his defense for Chad will be Lori's bad acts. Yeah. Which would mean not talking to Lori,
0: mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Well, it's Lori that's requesting talks with Chad.
1: I know. So I'm wondering if there are cross purposes here and her mm-hmm. attorneys are trying to get him on board with whatever they're trying to do here hmm interesting yeah i find that interesting because of what prior has said when Mm -hmm. he was seeking severance you know that his that they were going to be using Lori's prior bad acts as part of their Mm -hmm. defense Mm -hmm. and i don't know that that works if they're going to work together
0: on i know on the defense are they though right do you really in your heart of hearts see prior really cooperating with anybody no i mean i think that's why he's been doing this by himself all this time Mm -hmm. you know i know i but it does make you
1: wonder if they've been offered a plea or if they're or if they've got something if her attorneys have got something they're thinking about wanting to offer the prosecution you know yeah this is the time for it this is when all that all those deals start all that talking starts happening we've been saying all along maybe they're going to go to trial with this and maybe All of this crap leading up to this trial is going to lead up to no trial. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Still very, very possible. (coughs) We've kind of suspected that all along, that that's really where this would go.
1: I mean, they're both charged with significant murders and conspiracy Mm -hmm. and multiple death penalty charges. They only have to get convicted of one of them, Mm -hmm. you know, so...
0: Well, there's I don't know. some other things that Lori's attorneys have filed that make me think that maybe that's the case, that they're leading yeah. up to, let's make a deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, one of them is an alibi. Now, this is the first time at all, except for, you know, wild blatherings from Mark Means that uh, were usually, you know violating lori's rights as a client uh yeah it had nothing to do with lori at all (laughs) yeah mostly his hurt feelings and things Mm -hmm. uh so we just we really haven't ever gotten anything from anyone representing lori that would even give us any idea what her defense would look like right this is really the first time so there was a motion filed last week of an alibi this is a notice of alibi uh, there's two uh, notices. Uh, one, Lori Vallow was in her own apartment in Rexburg, Idaho, when J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan died in the apartment of Alex Cox in Rexburg, Idaho. Defendant was with Melanie Gibb, David Warwick, and or Chad Daybell. So they're going to be wanting to call any or all of them as their witnesses. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you heard yeah. call them. And uh, David Warwick in the preliminary hearing both talk about being there that weekend Mm -hmm. in the apartment there with Lori.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, And two, Lori Vallow was in Hawaii when Tammy Daybell died at the home of Chad Daybell in Salem, Idaho. Defendant was with Melanie Boudreaux and or Audrey Badiero. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Melanie Boudreaux, yet again, Melanie Boudreaux. Yeah. Why? Why is Melanie not arrested yet? Why? Right. Okay, I know. Maybe we know. There's probably a deal with probably. her. We think there's probably a deal, but I'm so tired of her name coming up in association with this case and her just um living life. Yeah. But but let's talk about this because first of all, what? JJ and Tylee died ten days apart. Right. At least they as were... far as we know. At least JJ and Tylee were buried ten days apart. Mm-hmm. And so we know that they were, because consider right. this, when, uh, when Melanie Gibb and David were at Lori's apartment the weekend that JJ died, they saw JJ alive. Right. They did. And according to the FBI and all of the uh, phone pings they have that led them to Tylee's body, Tylee was buried about 10 days before that. Also, they never saw Tylie and we're told that Tylee was going to college up here at uh, the local university at BYU-Idaho. Right. The, but they did see JJ. They did, yeah. And then, you know, we know that JJ died and was buried, well, basically the same weekend they were there. Right. Uh, but, so, this alibi, I think, is very confusing to say, uh, because it doesn't say... It doesn't indicate separate incidences, in other words. It, it doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Lori Vallow was in her own apartment in Rexburg, Idaho, when J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan died in the apartment of Alex Cox in Rexburg, Idaho.
1: Yeah, and see what? Okay, so we have, we we know that all those people were there in her apartment the weekend that J.J. died. But what about when Tylee died? Right. How are, what, what are they using? As alibi witnesses as proof of that. Right. Because they're not saying. Chad. They're trying to use Chad. But, I think they're trying to use Chad. Uh, but Chad's a co-conspirator
0: so that's not going to fly. And Chad was still married. It wasn't right. like they just had uh, scads of time together at that no. point. They didn't.
1: Interesting. Here's Here's one thing I've been thinking about. If they try to use cell phone GPS to mm-hmm. prove here's Lori in her apartment, here's here's uh, Alex in his, you can't have it both ways. So if they do that,
0: mm-hmm. then that
1: validates the cell phone GPS data that they have that shows when Tylee and JJ were buried in mm-hmm. Chad's backyard, Yeah. right? I've been thinking about that. Like you can't mm-hmm. use that in your to the positive for Lori. Mm-hmm. If you do, then you are admitting that it has to be then used in the positive for Chad and Alex, right? I would think so. And I maybe think. they've got something else they're going to try to use, but I've just thought if they they're gonna if they validate that and say, well Lori was her, you know, her phone was pinging, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then that does mean that Chad and Alex were, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've just found that part interesting. Like you either mm-hmm. agree to that all of that or none of it. Or none of it. Yep.
0: Yep. But it's true. The uh the alibi of where Lori was, that is very weak for Tylee. Well, yeah, for Tylee, definitely. Like, it... We don't know that uh JJ didn't die in Alex's apartment. He easily could have.
1: Well, it's it's but... fairly well believed yeah, that he did.
0: That he did. But <laughs> Okay, well, let's just back up. Lori, let's back up. Let's, t- let's talk to Lori about this. Lori, <clears throat> if Tylee died in Alex's apartment and you didn't call the police and you didn't do shit and then 10 days later you let him take JJ to his apartment and kill him too, you are guilty. Right. You are guilty of a crime. You are guilty of a crime. But see, they're not trying to... What they're trying to do is hedge away from the death penalty.
1: Right. They're trying to say she's not death penalty eligible Mm -hmm. because she has an alibi. The problem with that is that she's also charged with conspiracy. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be present to be guilty of
0: conspiracy. Right. The whole Tammy Daybell alibi Mm -hmm. cracks me up because who cares? Yeah. I don't care if she was in Hawaii with the Pope. It doesn't really matter. She was... If they have proof, which we believe they do,
1: through their electronic uh, communications. with All of
0: the digital content, yeah, contact she had with Chad, uh surrounding Tammy's death, and then all of their behavior surrounding Tammy's death mm-hmm. and other things. Mm-hmm. I don't care if she was in Hawaii or in the moon. It doesn't matter. Right. In the moon. On the moon, probably the moon. too. Yeah, mostly. Maybe. Yeah.
1: I don't know but yeah it's yeah this is going to be way more complicated than the way they've put it Mm -hmm. like it's not nearly that simple
0: that's a yeah but again I feel like they're throwing some bones out there you know Mm -hmm. first of all we're arguing against the death penalty because she's not death penalty eligible and here's why well this will be a part of that Right. Now, we know that there's two arguments they're making against the death penalty. One we've already discussed, and that is uh, the constitutionality of the death penalty as a whole in the United States. We've talked about that a few times, so we won't have to really go into that today, except for just to say that uh, they believe that the death penalty, the way it's being applied in the U.S. currently, strays far from what the Constitution had in mind and that it's unconstitutional in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, I tend to actually agree with that.
1: But, uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, but that's probably neither here nor there. But the other part of that is that they also are saying Lori's not death penalty eligible. Now, the brief is a bit tough to take. Uh, some of it, of course, is just uh talking about quoting a few other cases of, you know, people that were charged with the death penalty, uh, that did not receive it because, you know, in one case, a, a guy was involved in a crime where two people were shot and killed he didn't do the shooting and killing uh it was determined that he should not have the death penalty because he wasn't the person who pulled the trigger
1: Mm -hmm. essentially
0: uh but the other part of it and and see they're throwing out those alibis and throwing this out you know this is all strategy Mm -hmm. the way it's all coming out and when it's coming out um but they're throwing this piece out here you know that obviously she she wasn't even with them at the time she was not even she wasn't even with them okay well they no. must be
1: also saying that she didn't know you know they must be wanting to extrapolate that too not only was she not uh, there sure she coming. didn't know it was happening
0: uh-huh which, which I again, call
1: total bullshit on that
0: I could kind of believe that with Tylee I don't at all but but you could maybe go okay Alex was a psychopath oh no if she would have called the police. Right. But your 16-year-old daughter doesn't just vanish. No. And you do nothing. And no. That's and she just, did. I mean, her so digital
1: footprint disappears on the 9th of September. Because yep. they went to Yellowstone Park that weekend. And there's yep. all those pictures and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is proof of life. And yep. then she just disappears into thin air. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it's interesting. That, but here's the part of the uh, brief that's just real tough to take. Part of the reason they believe that the crime shouldn't be a death penalty eligible crime is because it wasn't bad enough.
1: What? Mm-hmm. The murder of her children
0: and mm-hmm. an innocent woman? Not bad enough, huh? Nope. Not bad enough. These, the death penalty is supposed to be reserved for the worst of the worst. The death penalty is reserved for crimes that are so grievous and affront to humanity that the only adequate response may be the penalty of death.
1: Uh, yeah. Check, 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 check. What? Mm-hmm.
0: This is the murders is- of her own children. There is nothing in the discovery of this case that has put Mrs. Daybell at the threshold of killing anyone. The two-pronged test of, of Edmund, which is one of the cases that they quoted, mm-hmm. is not meant where one, not met, sorry, where one, the defendant has not killed or attempted to kill, and two, does not have the requisite intent that any of the deaths of Tylee Ryan J.J. Vallow, or Tammy Daybell should be taken or contemplated that they would be taken. From a plain what? reading of the indictment, Lori Daybell is not death eligible. Horseshit. Mm. I knew. That would explode the room. What I mean, the fuck? okay, I mean, I mean it, like bad, own... like, it wasn't bad, bad, but bad, bad. I mean,
1: it wasn't like killing, you know, getting her own children killed. I don't care who did it. <laughs> she was part of it and you can't kill one child and then kill the other one 10 days later and go well i didn't know that was ha- are you fucking kidding
0: how would i know that that was happening i couldn't have known that. i mean even
1: just jj alone fine okay yeah. maybe not tiley but jj right you already know your psychopath brothers killed your daughter and then you just don't say anything to anyone and let him take your little boy yeah. come on
0: sorry lori just not buying it the jury's not gonna buy that they're no. just not gonna buy that but again this is the defense setting some things up they are playing chess yeah. and they're moving some pieces around the board here yeah and that's okay this is what lawyers are supposed to do it's it just is but that it we haven't seen wrong. it happen from prior no and so no we case, haven't seen any actual real defense happen mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's easy to get kind of bent out of shape and be like what the are they talking about you know yeah. oh they're these are lawyers lawyering of course Yeah. But that whole clause of, you know, Ooh. that this was not really an egregious enough case for the death penalty is a little tough to hear. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm sure uh, the Woodcocks would disagree. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, come on. Yeah. Her brother tried to kill Tammy Daybell and was so inept that he g- didn't get it done. Mm-hmm. So then she conveniently goes off to Hawaii so that her husband, her soon-to-be husband can do it himself? Mm-hmm. I mean, really? Yeah.
0: Yep. Which is, this? it's kind of hilarious in the thinking about what Chad's kids said when they did that interview on the news. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh no, the evidence is going to show that he was framed. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> that Alex must have been a motherfucking genius, man, right. because he apparently framed Lori and Chad, and, and then worked died against them. The same. yes, and then yeah. died on purpose or accident. We don't know, but he died so that they would be held holding the bag. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I saw some of his comedy skits, and I didn't see a genius. Yeah, he's not that not that smart. Mm-mm. So, if Alex didn't. Set everyone up. And Lori didn't set everyone up. And Chad didn't set everyone up. Who did?
1: It's a real mystery. I don't know. Maybe there was another zombie out there that was setting everyone else up. Probably. Probably so. Well, they're throwing, you know, spaghetti at the wall, too. To oh, see yeah. what, <laughs> because some of this you're like, are you fucking kidding <laughs> me about that? No, well, it's not I'm really bad enough to be a, to be a, um, you know, mm-hmm. husband. Uh, are you serious? A mother participating oh. in the murders of her own children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. But if she didn't do it physically does not mean
0: she was not part of that because right. yeah, she was. Yep. Yep. Also the defense is not going to have, or the sorry. The prosecution is not going to struggle to show that Alex did anything Lori told him to, anything. (laughs) I mean, Lori's been running Alex's life for years. Alex has done all kinds of shit at Lori's behest and including commit a whole bunch of crimes that they can prove. Right. It's not gonna be that hard to prove that uh, Alex was whatever he did do that he was asking at Lori's command. Absolutely. Alex was not in charge of Lori. He was never in charge of Lori. I no. mean, for God's sakes, Alex was gay and she made him get married. Right. This is, all of this is.
1: Also, she made him shoot her husband.
0: hmm
1: You know, and yeah, he did it. let's not
0: forget about Charles. Yep.
1: Well, yeah, let's not forget about Charles and not forget about the case in Arizona. Because there is a case in Arizona against
0: her. Yep. Well, and let's also not forget that Alex actually spent a summer in jail yeah. for beating up Joseph Ryan. Right. Because Lori told him that Joseph did this, that, and the other, right? Right, right. Lori has been pulling the strings with Alex his whole life. Right. And they will not struggle to show that.
1: No, they won't. He was not the criminal mastermind here.
0: No. No, he was definitely the uh, the muscle, but uh, if you can call it that. Yeah. But uh the criminal <laughs> mastermind. Not a very there um, wasn't a criminal mastermind. Muscle. Spoiler alert, not really. No.
1: no, this is gasoline meets fire, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. So I thought all of that was pretty interesting and somewhat uh entertaining and maddening at the same time.
1: It is. Uh, I mean, it's good to see actual defense attorney work happening, mm-hmm. like instead of just bullshit whining.
0: Mhm. Yeah, but the alibis I think are fascinating. But here's the other fascinating uh thing that was filed notice of intent not to raise mental health defense yes so in the brief idaho code 18-207 provides that a list of expert witnesses be disclosed at least 90 days prior to trial if the defense intends to call experts to negate an element of crime this advanced disclosure is required for the guilt phase portion of the trial lawyers lawyering yes The defendant's mental health has been evaluated and litigated since the first filing in this case. She spent 10 months at a mental health facility in Idaho and received mental health care from the experts employed by the state of Idaho. The defense hired three independent mental health experts to review and evaluate her mental health. Due to ongoing mental health concerns, while this case has been pending, The court conducted an evidentiary hearing on November 10, 2022, to determine if she was competent to stand trial. On November 15, 2022, the court ruled that she was competent to stand trial. Although still suffering from a mental illness, the defendant is taking an active role in her defense. She has previously reviewed all of the discovery provided to her by the state and her attorneys. She has consulted with three mental health experts. She does not want to proceed with a mental health defense to negate an element of crime in this case. She has not authorized her attorneys to proceed with a mental health defense in the guilt phase portion of the trial. Her attorneys are respecting her autonomy and her rights granted to her by the Constitution of the United States. If she is found innocent of the charges, then no such disclosure of expert witnesses will be necessary. If she is convicted by a jury, then the defense will call witnesses, including experts in support of mitigating or in support of mitigation during the sentencing hearing.
1: Right.
0: So that's what that would look like.
1: So what um, they, what that these means. These write
0: great briefs. They do.
1: Like they clearly great have briefs. grammarly.
0: I, obviously. Yes.
1: What that means is that, if they could show that she was not competent at the time that the crimes were committed, that could be um, used for sentencing to determine, yeah. you know, less of a sentence or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're not. I mean, they're saying they might go there if, mm-hmm. she's, if she's convicted. The problem is they don't mm-hmm. have it. There, there's no, no proof of that at all. Because no. if you are not competent at the time that the crimes are committed, you don't cover your crime. You don't right. run away. I mean, she lied for you're not walking months. naked down the highway, you're not, right. you know, carrying a machete. You know, right, you're not running to Hawaii and you're not right. lying to everyone about where your kids are for nine months. She's competent, she right. was competent at the time of those crimes. She's she, she was competent
0: at the time of Charles's death, as evidenced right. by all of the things she did to cover up his
1: right. death,
0: all of the lies that she told. And then all of the lies she told and the weird stuff she did leading up to her moving to Idaho two months later. Yep. And then getting to Idaho and doing nothing but lie since she got here. And then, of course, the deaths of the kids. Yes. Running off to Hawaii, then getting married. And Yeah. This yeah. is a thinker, not a non-thinker. She Right. Is- she, totally competent
1: she was aware of what she did mm-hmm. she knew it was wrong when you're mm-hmm. not competent you may not even be aware of what you did you may be having a psychotic episode you may not even know that what you did was wrong mm-hmm. she's clearly shown that she did know what she did and she mm-hmm. did know what she did was wrong yep and she attempted to cover her crime and she ran from it don't they'll, they'll, they'll never get that no. they know it no. You know, they're saying it's because of her legal rights. And she may be saying she doesn't want that. But there's nothing. I can't see anything in this case that they would go, yeah, there is some question of competency at the time of the crime. No, there isn't. There's nothing. No. She knew. She knew.
0: Thinking you're a god is not enough. Sorry. No, it isn't. You
1: can have a mental illness and still be competent, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, And, and and that's what we're seeing here.
0: And their beliefs were based around religion. And... You know, it got wild and it got well beyond the parameters of the religion they were practicing. But lots of religious people have all kinds of wild ideas out there. That's not illegal. No, that doesn't make you incompetent what for Kind anything. of gets
1: a pass when it comes to
0: mm-hmm. mental health. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. there's that's a that's a real dicey area. But there's mm-hmm. nothing here to indicate nah. that she didn't know what she'd done was wrong. And they not most certainly covered their crimes. They buried the kids and then they ran.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then hid out in another lied. state and lied the about j- where the children were.
0: sat in jail for four months before they found the kids, saying yeah. nothing. nothing.
1: Yep. Yeah. No, they won't. That there won't be any mitigating factors there in in um, in sentencing. I don't think.
0: No. No, they're just reserving their right to call those witnesses if they want to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a, a big dose this week of lawyers lawyering, and that's mm-hmm. good. We're, we're here for it, for sure. So, the other thing that happened is that the prosecution uh, also made a motion. Uh, they had motioned back on September 29th to sequester the jury. And that's going to be discussed now on the 19th in court. Yeah. So, they're just uh, putting a that on the docket, basically. So, that that will be a part of what's discussed. So, on the 19th. We believe they will be discussing that. They'll be discussing potentially this conversation that needs to happen. Maybe Mm -hmm. that might just be approved behind closed doors too.
1: Um,
0: They will be discussing prior. So we haven't even talked about prior. We actually already did case updates last week. But basically prior is still saying he's not ready. Mm -hmm. Can't go to court yet. I am not ready. And now he's saying that they are hiring a death penalty certified attorney and adding him to or them, he or she, to Chad's team, though we haven't seen any uh, evidence of a new attorney entering the scene yet. No. So we don't know if that's just trying to buy some time or...
1: Well, there's the question of are they going to ask to declare Chad indigent so Mm -hmm. that the state provides that attorney... Maybe Pryor stays attached as a third chair, but really it'll be two attorneys. If that happens with the state, they'll have to provide him with two mm-hmm. death penalty certified attorneys, which mm-hmm. there aren't that many in Idaho.
0: And um, neither of them will be Pryor.
1: Right, because he's not.
0: And also, he... a, they've had to take a team of those dudes to uh, northern Idaho yeah. to work on the Moscow murders.
1: yeah. <laughs> They might end up having to get somebody from out of state. I mean, we don't have that many. I think we have 20, actually, but still. Yeah, but how many of them are already on cases? Think,
0: well, and I think only seven of them are first chairs.
1: Yeah, it's not very yeah, many.
0: not very many. Yeah. That's,
1: this is not a, you know, population-wise, Idaho only has 1.7 million uh, people. Right. Yeah. Which is not many when it comes to stuff like this. hmm yeah. so i'm super curious about that because if they are then going to trial they will have to give prior
0: his extension absolutely absolutely Pryor is also saying that he still has not received some discovery I'm... and it's those interviews from the fbi that supposedly the re- prosecution has also never received And maybe just those aren't things that are going to be included in Discovery. I don't know. I'm not sure how that's going to work. But supposedly there are still some interviews out there that no one has received. But I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. He's been crying forever, though. That it's the prosecutor's office that
0: hasn't given him stuff. And and they don't even have this. They don't even have it. But what the hell has he been doing? What the hell has he been doing? It has been three years now since this community blew up when those kids were missing yeah. three years yeah it's been two and a half years since chad got arrested and Pryor has been his attorney the whole damn time right except for means being his attorney for just a short second mm-hmm. uh
1: we won't talk about that
0: <laughs> but uh at any rate what the hell has he been doing
1: that's yeah.
0: It's hard you to say.
1: You wait till the last possible second to say, oh, by the way, I'm really not qualified to do this and we need to add some attorneys here.
0: Yeah. Listen, jackass. Been That's with pretty forever. low. Yep. So there you have it. Those are all the updates. We will keep you abreast. Obviously, next week's going to be a big week in this case. Maybe we'll see some things determined. Really curious about the idea of them maybe working out a deal here. Yeah. I think it could easily happen at this point yeah. now that things are getting really, really, really real. It kind of seems like that's what Lori's team is looking for. It kind of does. Yep, kind of does. So, we'll see. So, with Mm -hmm. that, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you for a true crime update. Yes.
1: So, there is some movement in the Delphi murders. Oh. um, there's court this week for Richard Allen. We know Richard Allen was uh, arrested back last year on October 31st. Mm-hmm. And so there's some things they're going to discuss. They're looking at um, they have, they have, they have court on Friday. The first thing they're looking at is um, change of venue, which I mean, obviously it's going to have to, this is such a well-known case. And it's this community is so heavily affected by it. I, I mm-hmm. think it's, that they're going to have to move that trial. Yeah. And then there's, they're also going to talk about the gag order because the judge has locked down this case um, to keep, you know, anybody from talking about it. This This order was temporary, mm-hmm. came in December. And it's possible that the judge could actually institute a gag order that would bar anyone involved from talking about this case until it goes to trial,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which whew, yeah, that's frustrating. You know, they did finally release the probable cause; it was redacted, and it gave mm-hmm. us a little bit of information. But again, there's still a lot we don't know about what led them to Richard Allen and what you know. Yeah. Well, um, the probable cause was what wasn't redacted. Was weak AF, pretty flimsy. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. that whole situation about that um, unspent bullet, and mm-hmm. you know how it had markings from the gun, and that it, that was his gun, and you know apparently that's mm-hmm. some pretty sketchy science. Mm-hmm. So we don't know for sure what's going to happen there. So those are two things that are going to discuss, and then <laughs> there's a lengthy, I, I would say voluminous, because you know we know. <laughs> luminous. Uh, supplemental motion for discovery and request, which basically means we want the name, address, favorite color, birth date and best friend of every mm-hmm. single person who's ever been talked to about this case in every single situation by anyone forever and ever. Amen. Like it yes. is detailed, mm-hmm. very detailed. And anything else that um, the prosecution might have, anything that they have that might be exculpatory that could clear Mm Allen, which, of course, constitutionally, that would be a Brady violation if they had not turned that over. That's a big deal. Um, They want to know if any other law enforcement agency or any private individual in connected with or pertaining to the investigation of the crime charged has anything that they should know. Uh-huh. They want everything from the medical examiner's office. I mean, it's all the stuff that you would expect, sure. um and and kind of I'm surprised they don't already have all that. Um, yeah. And then there's this whole thing where they're going after the cops in the situation. They want the personnel records of Kobe Leisenby, Tony Liggett, and Michael Thomas. So there's this lawsuit that was filed last October um, where, Thomas accused the sheriff's office of political retaliation saying he'd suggested bringing in outside experts in the early days of the Delphi investigation. And that the sheriff said, nah, I don't think we need that. Um, And that he, Thomas thinks he was demoted. um, After he lost the May primary race for sheriff. So then he ran against the sheriff Uh and lost. So I, I don't know. I'm not clear on what the defense thinks that has to do with their case. Right. Other than just trying to discredit the police. That's the other thing that maybe and
0: the the court may agree that uh, that has nothing to do with this case. So Yeah. I don't know. You know, interesting.
1: Yeah. Very interesting. So we'll see what all of that, how all that comes out. I mean, the information. Yeah, of course, all of that is stuff that they have the right to and, and have to get the, the lawsuit stuff I'm curious about, but you know, sometimes defense attorneys just go at discrediting whatever they can get their hands on. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen that in the Dave Elvalo case, you know, trying to get the prosecutor kicked off the case over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so it may, that may be what this is. Yeah. Um, I don't know really how else it's really related, but mm-hmm. so that's all what's going on. So that's going to happen this week on Friday. So we'll know more next week about, mm-hmm. you know, what they decide about change of venue. Are they going to gag order this entire case until trial
0: wouldn't um, surprise
1: me at all it wouldn't surprise me either you know this case has had the the delphi case has had a huge amount of attention mm-hmm. and you know a lot of attention to keep the pressure on the police for years yeah because this community has just felt like you cannot just let these murders go unsolved. yeah yeah well we shall see what happens yeah. all of that but i think that's going to
0: be a pretty interesting hearing on friday certainly yep All right. Well, and there you have it. Lots of interesting things going on in court. Mm -hmm. We're going to be back tonight at 7 p.m. Mountain Time for Mm -hmm. uh, Wednesday Night Case Updates. Uh, Until then, please like, share, follow, comment, do the things. We appreciate Mm -hmm. you a lot. And as always, thanks for being a part of the squad. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Take care.
1: Bye, everybody.